I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And Bob is Bob Shorey. He's one of the MCSEs that works at Tab and comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online, 800 966 WTIC, 522-WTIC, and we'll do our best to help you out. Speaking of concerns, this really kind of goes up into the concern area. Um, if you haven't heard about this, I'm going uh, to play something for you that's going to blow your mind. And, uh, you know, we had Siri. Actually, we've had computer computers talking to us for for a long time. I mean, uh, you've, always, you've all heard the Stephen Hawking computer that talks for him when he was when he was with us and uh, how it sounded so well one of the early ones way back before we even had windows dr sbezo i don't know if you remember dr who dr sbezo say that three times yeah you could uh, talk to him and he'd talk back so we always we've had computers talking to us for quite some time uh siri's talking to us alexa you know we actually had alexa on the show as a guest cortana cortana right so all these assistants out there well the googleplex has something for us even more amazing. It's called Google Duplex. You've got to take a listen to this. As I said earlier, our vision for our system is to help you get things done. It turns out a big part of getting things done is making a phone call. You may want to get an oil change schedule, maybe call a plumber in the middle of the week, or even schedule a haircut appointment. You know, we are working hard to help users through those moments. We want to connect users to businesses in a good way. Businesses actually rely a lot on this, but even in the US, 60% of small businesses don't have an online booking system set up. We think AI can help with this problem. So let's go back to this example. Let's say you want to ask Google to make you a haircut appointment on Tuesday between 10 and noon. What happens is the Google Assistant makes the call seamlessly in the background for you. So what you're going to hear is the Google Assistant actually calling a real salon to schedule the appointment for you. Let's listen. Hi, I'm calling to book a woman's haircut for a client. Um, I'm looking for something on May 3rd. Sure, give me one second. Mm-hmm. Sure, what time are you looking for around? At 12 p.m. We do not have a 12 p.m. available. The closest we have to that is a 1.15. Do you have anything between 10 a.m. and uh, 12 p.m.? Depending on what service she would like, what service is she looking for? Just a woman's haircut for now. Okay, we have a 10 o'clock. 
10 a.m. is fine. Okay, what's her first name? The first name is Lisa. Okay, perfect. So I will see Lisa at 10 o'clock on May 3rd. Okay, great. Thanks. Great. Have a great day. Bye. That was a real call you just heard. The amazing thing is the assistant can actually understand the nuances of conversation. We've been working on this technology for many years. It's called Google Duplex. It brings together all our investments over the years in natural language understanding, deep learning, text-to-speech. By the way, when we are done, the assistant can give you a confirmation notification saying your appointment has been taken care of. Let me give you another example. Let's say you want to call a restaurant, but maybe it's a small restaurant which is not easily available to book online. The call actually goes a bit differently than expected. So take a listen. See how may I hear you? Hi, um, I'd like to reserve a table for Wednesday the 7th. For seven people? Um, it's for four people. For people when? Um, Today, next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Oh, actually, we leave here for like upper like five people. For few, four people, you can come. How long is the wait usually to uh, be seated? For when tomorrow or weekday or? For next Wednesday, uh, the seventh. Oh no, it's not too busy. You you, you can come for four people, okay? Oh, I gotcha. Thanks. Bye-bye. So that is the future, Google Duplex. And uh, if it doesn't frighten you, I don't know what it, what it should do. But it's, it's amazing. It's awesome, right? And then you're going to ask yourself, really, would you use this to make your appointments? Um, I think Google's a little silly when it comes to saying it's saving our planet with uh, making appointments for us. Um, I can see a better use for this tool. And it's really in the reverse. So you want to stop robocalls. Wouldn't it be great to sick Google Duplex on your robocaller? If you could get a call that you didn't want to take and it was a robocall, <laughs> wouldn't it be awesome to just hang on one second. I'll let you talk to my assistant. Bing! And have him talk to Google <laughs> Duplex. <laughs> that I can see as a powerful use for Google Duplex. Uh, but it is amazing that the uh, technology is out there where it even adds the ums, the ahs, the inflections. It understands what you're saying. It is, it's here. And the future is really coming. I, I don't think I'd ever use this technology um, in my life. It's not, it's not some sort of um, massive amount of time I spend making appointments. How about you, Bob? Well, I think it'll save a lot of carbon. <laughs> in what way? Well, people wouldn't waste their time talking and breathing. Yeah, right. So exhaling yeah, the, CO2. <laughs> <laughs> the computer's doing it for you. Um, but, it, you know, it's going to be, I think on the other side, if you can have it, uh, you know, answer call, answer phones for you, that would be an interesting thing. Um, it's But it's here. The, the, the future is here. And we figured uh, if you hadn't heard about it, we'll put some links up here so you can watch it, the, watch the video for yourself. And maybe you can think of other ways we could use Google Duplex to help us. Uh, making an appointment really doesn't seem like some earth-shattering thing that they've probably spent a billion dollars on um, figuring out how to do. But it is cool that they did it. So when I get a call, I'm going to ask, are you a robot? Ah, good point. <laughs> so what they, what they say now, this is only recent. Um, it just came out a few days ago, this information. And now Google is saying it's going to identify itself as a robot. 
when it makes these calls. So it's going to actually tell the person on the other end, you know, this is Google, whatever. It's going to identify and say, hey, I'm not human. So... So you can hang up on it. <laughs> so it can be like the droids walking into the thing. We don't serve your kind. <laughs> I don't take I don't take appointments from a robot. <laughs> right? I mean, who knows, right? So if they're going to identify themselves, so, and so there are going to be people that are not going to want to talk to a well, robot. Well, they're heading off the legislators in all these different countries by, you know, mm, right. coming up with legislation after the fact. Oh, you got to identify this. You're not talking to a real person. <laughs> right. Well, I kind of like that there should be some sort of understanding that you're not talking that means that those both those examples sounded real yeah but just think they'll have a receptionist now that'll be artificial intelligence and what about that job that person well lost? that's true <laughs> and the other thing though that the guy's actually saying well many many places don't have automated uh um appointment schedules so this is the you know when internet came out when al gore invented it the one of the big things was to do automation like setting up appointments and and using apps so it's almost like google's admitting that you know, he's at sixty percent or something like that. Don't use automated scheduling. He's kind of admitting of the failure of of IT and technology. If you have not been able to set up some sort of automated process to to uh, make appointments, um, but again, for a hair salon to invest in all that is kind of silly. So this AI could be beneficial if you really think you don't you can't spend a second having it make the call for you. <laughs> well, I think most small businesses are very able to purchase an app that they can use to do their scheduling. Now, then they still have to have somebody that mans the telephones and answers the phone. Maybe and not, no. Even with the AI, okay? So with AI, if I get this, and I don't know what the cost is going to be, yeah. but let's say I want this assistant to make a phone call and schedule an appointment for me for my yeah. car, for my hair, or whatever. Right. Okay. So that's fine for me, but I mean, how many appointments do I make in a month? Probably exactly. not that many. And just imagine how you'd have to configure the schedule to this make the call. Would be uh, more. Um, um, it would be better, you know. I think more productive mm. if they had it the opposite way, where it answered and was able to right, put that together, it. and then create those appointments and put them I'm in. sure that's going to be coming because you can do that even with phone systems you can automate that process just on the menu selections but even if even if you had to program that call right so that you had to tell your assistant okay google assistant make sure you set me a haircut for between these times so you're spending all that time telling your assistant what to do that seems redundant. You could have made the phone call. That's my point. <laughs> if, you, if, if efficiencies are where you're going, if you've got to spend time telling the assistant, what well, maybe you have to update an app where you say, please schedule an appointment for this day, for this time, uh, just do it, right? I mean, are you really saving time? I don't know. Um, if they can automate the process where it's really easy, I, I, I guess. But uh, how, many, how many times where you have to, do you have to look at Facebook and know that your phone is also making an appointment for you? I mean, do we really not have that much time? I don't know. I think the assistance union is going to be really upset. Well, you know, uh, I'm spending too much time on Facebook. I don't have time to make that appointment myself. I guess not, Bob. So we're going to step out for a quick break. Feel free to get online. Four lines open for you on this gloomy Saturday morning. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. What do you think you could do with Google Duplex? Do you think you would ever use it? Uh, are you excited about it? Is it? Does it frighten you? Feel free to get online and let us know. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. You're speaking to humans here. We will answer your questions. We're going to process it in our real-time, you know, brains. 
Or not. What's left of them. <laughs> um, not the Google, you're not talking to the Googleplex here. Let's get to your calls, though. A couple lines open for you. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Let's go to Billy in Litchfield. Hey, Billy, what do you think? Did you guys uh, read that book by Dan Brown, his newest book, Origin? No, but I am a Dan Brown fan. Okay, listen. I'm going to spoil the whole book for you in oh. six seconds. Okay. This rich guy develops this computer, and it's AI, and it's his assistant. It's exactly this thing. Yeah. But it also learns as it goes. So this guy is going to do this big presentation, and he puts his assistant computer in charge of making it the biggest splash worldwide that he can. Mm -hmm. And the AI computer figures out that if he's assassinated during the event, it'll create this huge uh, internet thing where he's going to get so many more hits on it. So the AI hires an assassin to come in and assassinate him. <laughs> and it's just so funny that AI just takes over and total unintended consequences. Oh, yeah, man. We, we've heard of Skynet, right? I'm totally against this whole AI thing. It's nuts. I hear you. And so Elon Musk is afraid of it as he builds his electric cars and he's involved in in SpaceX. But he's afraid of AI, too. I mean, I think we should be concerned. Um, well, that two driverless cars. One got in an accident that killed somebody in yeah. California or Arizona. So, I mean, this stuff, it's, it's not going to play out the way they think it is. Well, of course it's not going to play the way they think it is. Come on. Of course, it never does. I mean, <laughs> that's like the that's a default, man. I go by that default. It's never going to play out the way they think it is. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, I know so little about this stuff, but I enjoy listening to you guys because I learn a, a tiny fraction every day. Well, we appreciate you listening, Billy. I have a hard time logging onto my computer, but I I, I I don't know what a millibyte is or a terabyte, but it's an interesting show. Well, thank you, sir. You bet. Thanks, Th thanks for calling in. So, uh, yeah, it's never going to play out the way they think it's going to play out. <laughs> well, I like in these self-driving cars yeah. to the helicopters in Iran under Saddam Hussein. Mm. If you think back, okay, back yeah. in the 80s and 90s, mm -hmm. they had a lot of helicopter crashes. Did they? They did. Okay. And what would happen was they would always be carrying some, like, government official. Mm, and oops. they would just mysteriously crash in the desert. <laughs> okay. Okay. So where are you going with this, Bob? <laughs> it's a little bit of a tangent. Well, you know, if I were like a politician, mm. the last thing I would get into is a uh, self-driving car. Because you and I know <laughs> somebody's going to be able to hack into that oh, thing yeah. and maybe it'll drive into a bridge above it. <laughs> <laughs> or off a bridge into a lake yeah, or something. Well. A politician driving off a bridge, probably not the worst thing in the world. Uh, let's go <laughs> Let's go to Danny in Glastonbury. Hey, Danny, what's up? Hey, hi, guys. Of all the names they could have picked to make the appointment, they picked. They come up with Lisa. I wonder if that was a subtle dig at Steve Jobs and Apple. Hmm. I don't know. I wouldn't read that much into that. No. No. I'm, but I'm uh, what do you think? Deep. What do you think of Google Duplex? Are you afraid? I think it's awful. <laughs> you do? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm terrified. It's awful. Yeah. They ought to put these people all in jail. <laughs> pull the plug, wipe the, wipe the disc, uh, I think turn we've, the machines. We've already jumped stop. the shark, man. We're way past that. I know. It's, it's, that, it's my old um, reference to that movie Colossus, the Foreman Project. Mm, I don't know that one either. Oh, that's the one where the computer, they build a computer mm -hmm. to prevent nuclear war. Oh. 
and it takes over the United States, and they put it online, and then it says there is another, and uh, they find out that the Russians were building a, a, a master computer also. Gotcha. And then they wind up taking over the world, and you know they oh, kill yeah. everybody, and That's they the put the guy under custody. We're the virus, isn't that always the? Uh... We're, 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 we're the virus. That's yeah. it. Okay, guys. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, Danny. And you got the Whopper, of course. Remember uh, War Games when that first came out? Oh yeah. <laughs> Would you like to play a game of chess? Uh, I mean, that was the old AI. And the old, uh, that was that came out when I was a kid. You know, everyone was afraid of artificial intelligence way back then. Uh, um, some of the uh, things that they did in those movies were so far out. Like in real time, somebody's at a keyboard seeing somebody hack in. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. But, you know, it's not like they do it in the movies. It's artificial intelligence, though. It's getting pretty cool. Let's go to Paul in Bristol. Hey, Paul, what's up? What do you think? Uh, I, I'm not crazy about AI. Mm-hmm. I don't see any way we're going to stop it, though. Yeah. But maybe it's my call. You know, people talk about the two crashes involving self-driving cars. Yeah. And that, that well, that's, that's the case of not knowing the whole story and just repeating it because okay uh in, in the first case with the with the, with the fatality yeah it was investigated by the police quite obviously yeah and the person that was killed was at fault they literally stepped off the curb you know and the, and as somebody said if it was a human driving they would not have had time to react sure that could be true and the fact that they didn't this person didn't get caught in the sensors yeah uh, may, might have been a mitigating factor but it was indeed the human error that stepped off the curb and the mm. second one with the, the minivan, mm. that was an accident where the minivan got T-boned by somebody running a red light or a stop sign. Yeah, well, again, there's self-driving cars. There's another example, the early on one, where the guy drove into a, a tractor trailer that the car did not detect as a tractor trailer. And that's the, that is right. a fault yeah, of artificial intelligence. Tesla, Correct. There's, there's going to be uh, problems where the technology is going to make mistakes. Uh, we're not saying... Uh, we're just saying AI in general. It's got a long way to go, but this this virtual assistant here is pretty amazing. I still wouldn't well, want yeah, my car to drive like itself. You pointed out, but like you guys pointed out, you know, okay, you know, Lisa, Alexa, whatever your name is, yeah, you know, you know, call, call up the, you know, the da da da, and make an appointment for me. Right. If you're already uh, doing that, just make the call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, leave a voicemail. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know. That's the other thing. If Lisa gets a, an answering machine, does it leave a message? I bet you it would. I mean, why wouldn't it? If it, if the, if the salon answers, uh, it could probably say, "I'd like to make an appointment for Lisa at ten o'clock on I'd Wednesday." I'd like to hear what Lisa or is it Lisa? No, the name is Duplex. Oh, she, no. It, it doesn't like have to, a name yet. I'd like to hear what oh. Duplex does when it goes into voicemail. Hades. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's Where if about. you want yeah. this department press, whatever. it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. I mean, if it does work, <laughs> if it does work, we should be very afraid. <clears throat> I have to press the buttons. Yeah, well, it just sends the tones, man. It's all tones. You don't need to actually press a button. It says a tone. So, right, guys, have a good day. Thanks, Paul. Yeah, I mean, the whole self-driving car thing. People, you know, there's there's definitely two sides to that story. There's too many people. There's a guy in in um, England who was driving a Tesla, right? And he had his self-driving s- system going, and he got in the passenger side of the car and let the car drive itself. Now, again, the self-driving technology Tesla has is now in my minivan. It's the same thing. Um, it's cool, but, but you're supposed to put your hands on the be, wheel. It's not intended to drive the car. Correct. It's intended to assist, assist you. you. Exactly. So if you get distracted. So this guy has been banned from driving on British highways. <laughs> I mean, it might be hard to enforce, but they banned him. Because, <laughs> of course, he's an idiot. Who sits in the, in the passenger side? Stupid. No. <laughs>
<laughs> no, some people's toys just shouldn't go to them. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Three lines open. We're talking about Google Duplex and artificial intelligence. And, of course, taking your computer comments, questions, and concerns. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We have three lines open for you. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And for now, we are still human. Google Duplex has not taken over our positions yet. But it could be coming. <laughs> Feel free to get online and uh, let us know what you think of Google Duplex. We played you some of the in- – again, it's a huge step to actually have the conversation that was had by the robot, the Googleplex, and just regular everyday folks being able to converse. And the everyday folks didn't even know they were talking to a machine at all. Um, it's We've come a long way. Maybe to our own doom. We'll see. <laughs> what could go wrong? I don't know. <laughs> Everything's going to be just fine. Uh, so feel free to get online. Also, John was talking about a food drive, and I wanted to bring up something quickly uh, before I go on to your calls. I was lucky enough on uh, Thursday to be a part of the uh, Traveler's Corral performance at the Bushnell. Yes, I got to play the Bushnell, um, which was pretty cool. And the Traveler's Corral was founded back in uh, 1924. And they had they had their ninety third consecutive concert uh, at the Bushnell, which is great since it's opened in in, in the thirty nineteen thirty, and uh, they raised two nearly two tons, if I heard correctly, of worth of food for that performance. So we were really proud of it, and it's awesome to be able to play the Bushnell, and uh, we played with uh, Bristol Brass and Wind. I'm a member of that organization, which is an amazing community band. If you've ever wanted to pick up your your horn or or whatever you might play when you were younger or whatever whatever age you are, check out your community bands. They really are amazing things. They're all over the place, and I really didn't know much about them until late my uh, late when I was later in life here. So I figured I'd let you guys know that they're out there, and uh, they're amazingly welcoming, and uh, they put up with hacks like me. Uh, to, but again, you get better as you play. I've been there for about five years. And you dust off the old cobwebs, and you get to perform in places possibly like the Bushnell. I mean, who would have thunk it? You know, I'm guessing there's probably a lot of people that played like high school band yeah, and stuff college. that would like to continue. You know, as yeah. as a evening type thing. It's great for your noggin, I'll yeah. tell you. It yeah. makes you it, it gives really... you a little social activity, also. Oh, yes. You know, instead of uh, uh, messing around on Facebook, <laughs> right. get out and actually interact with humans. So oh. we're going to actually be performing again today at St. Paul High School uh, this evening. If you want to come out and check uh, out Bristol Brass and Wind and the uh, Bristol Corral. Uh, I think the concert's around 7-ish, um, but I'm not positive exactly. There's a $15 charge for that if you want to come out and check us out in uh, Bristol today. So let's get back to your calls, and uh, we're going to go to Vinny in Thomaston, who's got a question. Hey, Vinny, what's up? Hi, thanks for taking my call. Uh, sure. First of all, I just want to say I'm not a computer person, Okay. but here's my question. My wife has a HP Chromebook laptop, mm-hmm. and for some reason, everybody says you could hook this up to a printer and it could print. Well, for a year and a half, people have been trying, and we still can't make this thing print. Is there, is this impossible? Is there special things you have to do or components you have to buy? Uh, I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know much about it, but can you make a Chromebook print off of a all-in-one Kodak all-in-one printer? Hmm. Well, it's a. You should be able to. Uh... You may have to download something, though, because the, a Chrome operating system is not a true operating system. It's really a browser. 
Okay. And you've been trying for how long? A year plus? Yeah, well, we've had, well, like I said, I'm not a uh, computer person, but people have come up, friends and relatives, and say, you need this, you need that, or you could do this and you could do that. But actually, nobody's ever got it to print yet. So. Gotcha. And obviously, those maybe, people maybe, weren't. Maybe they're not such computer people either. I don't know. I was going to say, maybe we were talking to is not, <laughs> they're not that computer literate. <laughs> Um, okay, so yes, you can do it. I'm trying to see. Uh, I got have, a link. You have a link to how to switch it on? Yeah, it looks like yeah. there's an app, and it gives you step-by-step instructions. So like I was saying, your operating system is not natively designed to do this, but there's an app you're going to be – it looks like you have to, an app you have to download to then support. Okay. Now, we're assuming you have an HP printer? Yes. All right. So well, uh, uh, what? The, the, the print the codex, see? Is that all right? Uh, well, it's not quite the same thing. No. No. So you have a Kodak printer? Yes. All in one printer. Uh, did Kodak? Oh, yeah. Kodak did make printers a little while. How long have you had that printer, Vinny? Uh, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> but these instructions talk about if it's a USB type printer. Mm-hmm. Of course, you'd need a printer driver. Uh, for the browser? I don't know how that'll work. I think the app does make sense in that you need an interface to actually then set up how the print's going to come out. But Kodak may not even have a drive, uh, an app or a driver for this this printer that'll work in Chrome, Vinny. If, how, if it's old, like a decade old, I mean, Kodak making printers is kind of weird. Um, your Part of your problem is it just may not be compatible at all. So you, you think an HP printer would be more compatible, probably easier to do? All of the above. It's, it's got an app designed to make that interface work on a Chrome. Now, again, remember, when you buy a Chromebook, you're basically just buying a browser that's the whole operating system rather than a Windows operating system so or an Apple operating system. These instructions reference USB connection and wireless connection. So you may need to get a printer, I would think, a printer that's a wireless printer. Maybe, yeah. How How is your printer now connected, Vinny, to I, your computer? I think it is a wireless. Okay. So you have it wireless. Um, yeah. But it's a Kodak, and if Kodak doesn't have an app to work with Chrome, I don't know that we're going to make this work for you um, as easily as we would if it was an HP. Right. Um, do you have any other print, any other computers that use the Kodak in your house? Uh, no. This is your whole computer. This is it for you in computing, a Chromebook. That's that's it. Hmm. She only uses like uh, to do emails, look things up, and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. So we're not, you know, like I said, we're not all do million things with it. Just. Uh, Normal seventy-year-old uh, people things. That's it. This uh, HP uh, page references that you would uh, typically want to purchase a printer that has the Google cl- Cloud print logo or the HP ePrint logo. Right. Google Cloud print logo on it. HP. Yeah, we've got a link to that, at, or we're going to be putting up a link to that on computertalkwithtab.com. The, okay. other, the other thing, too, Vinny, if you actually happen to have a Windows or Mac-based PC in the environment, it would be easier to print. All right. But you're, you don't have anything else to use, so that's part of your snag. So you, if you have Chromebooks and Windows and Mac environments, you could uh, allow printing more easily through your Chromebook. But it would actually utilize and leverage those machines to do it. So you don't All have right. any other options. So I think you're kind of out of luck with that Kodak, if I'm guessing. Oh. All right. I appreciate your help, guys. You're welcome, Vinny. All right, take care. Have yep. a good one. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Um, yeah, because that technology, of that, that Kodak probably doesn't even know what Chromebook is. I mean, Kodak printers, I don't think I've heard of those for, for such a long time. Yeah, they got in and got out, I think. Yeah. Let's go on to uh, Bob and Groton next. Hey, Bob. Hi. What's up? Um, 
I've, I'm trying to download an uh, upgrade for a, a, a piece of marine equipment. Okay. So I've gone to the site, I've downloaded the file, and I have to unzip it. Yes. I don't, but I'm running, I have Windows 7 Pro. And I guess I don't have WinZip. I've got a little thing saying, do I want to buy WinZip? Isn't there anything native that I can use, or do I you have to buy you, this thing to unzip that you, do, you, you don't need WinZip to unzip a zip file. In Windows 7. In Windows 7. Okay, it's built in. All you got to do is right-click on it and say, and say Extract. And then oh, you can extract. extract to here or extract to there. Yeah, it's kind of a misnomer, right, Bob? You're thinking I should unzip. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't that be great if they said unzip? But no, they say yeah. extract. Of course they say extract. Yeah. Of course. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Of course oh, not. That's computers, extract. man. Extract. Of course. What are you thinking? <laughs> All right. You solved my problem. All right, Bob. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Welcome to our world. Zip it up. Extract Don't it unzip up. it. <laughs> extract it. It, it reminds me of the uh, what was the, what was the guy uh, Gallagher who always did the thing on spelling. <laughs> Same kind of thing. Extract zip. We're gonna go back to your uh, calls after the break here. Feel free to get online. Also, do you have an opinion on the Google Duplex and what they're offering for uh, artificial intelligence? Is it? Is, are you afraid? Are you excited? Is it great? Is it? You know, feel free to call in if you have an opinion on that. Um, Love to hear your, your thoughts on it because we're going in this direction rapidly, really, really fast. And, of course, everything's going to be just fine. <laughs> we'll be right back. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What's the problem? I think you know what the problem is just as well as I do. What are you talking about, Hal? This mission is too important for me to allow you to jeopardize it. I don't know what you're talking about, Hal. I know that you and Frank were planning to disconnect me. And I'm afraid that's something I cannot allow to happen. Where the hell did you get that idea, Hal? (laughs) Ah, yes. That was the 1970s, right? <laughs> 68, 1968. That wasn't even on the planet, and they were t- they were afraid of this. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's a robot that sounds eerily like Google Duplex. <laughs> oh man, uh, artificial intelligence. Here we go. Let's go back to your calls, Tom and Harmington. Hey, Tom. Good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you, sir? Um, from time to time, you have a company come in um, that talks about TV, um, media, in-home mm-hmm. uh, type stuff. I think they're located in Avon. Yes, Perfect Vision and Sound. Perfect Vision. Okay, good. Because I want to buy a couple of TVs, and I could probably save money going to Walmart or Target, but I want some service. I'm not looking for anything super high-tech, just right. something that will fit my needs. Exactly. We always recommend local. That's the way to go. They're good guys okay, over perfect. there. Perfect. Perfect vision and sound. Exactly. They'll make it work the way you want it. Yep. Oh, great. Thanks a real lot. All right, Tom. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's always good. We always recommend those guys. They do a good job. No TVs that I've ever bought from them have ever fallen off my wall, and that's my standard. Because if I put it up on the wall, it would fall off the wall. We're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We have four lines open for you. You guys, I want to talk really quickly while we're waiting for your calls. You may not be paying attention, um, which most people unfortunately aren't, but I think WTIC listeners pay attention more than most. But um, our uh, the folks in Hartford did some more stuff with solar. 
And uh, you might not be happy with it um, if you're a solar installer or somebody who is planning on putting solar on your roof. The thing about working with the government is government, as I, I've always said to my friends and neighbors, government giveth and government taketh away. And uh, you've been incentivized, if you're a solar user who has roof panels, uh, to put your solar panel up on your house, and that's fine. And then you get uh, the retail rate, generation rate, paid back to you called net metering for any you know juice you put back on the network. Well... Turns out the folks in Hartford are going to take that away from you, and uh, which again I, I think that is ridiculous to pay you the retail rate. Anyways, you should be paying you should be paid back the wholesale rate, um, not the retail rate. That's what I guess they agree with. My point being is, how can you in your right mind plan anything for twenty years, knowing you're working with the government, right? So you know a lot of these solar paybacks take a little longer than you'd expect, and now it's going to take even longer to get paid back if they change the rate from the retail rate down to maybe a wholesale rate or something less. So, again, it's a technology show, but solar is definitely technology. But if it can't compete on its own and it's been subsidized and now they're pulling some rugs out from underneath you, you got to ask yourself, why well, are you getting in bed with these guys? Well, California mandated. Is, is coming out with new laws mandating the all-new construction has to have a solar panel. Has to panel. have solar panels. Yep. You must buy this. It's crazy. It's crazy. If you want to put a solar panel on your roof, go ahead. I like the um, solar shingle idea. Elon Musk has got an idea for solar shingles. It makes perfect sense for me, if I have to put a roof up, to put a solar shingled roof up rather than a panel on top of my roof because I'm not going to have to deal with replacing the shingles under the panel when they get... You know, over time, you don't have freedom to choose how no. you're going to spend your money. What could go wrong is if, Calif- if California forces you, Bob, to put a panel on your roof. Yeah, but you see, here's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you're in an area in California that's like in the southern where the desert is, and the sun always shines and it never rains in yeah, Southern yeah. California, it can make sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You might benefit. Right. Okay. Actually, you're going to probably produce more electricity than you use. Right. Okay. Which somebody's going to make money on. Mm, sure. Okay. Yeah. But if you live up in the more mountainous areas, yeah. and you might be on our foggy San Francisco, the side <laughs> where you're covered with trees and you don't get yeah. the sun. That's okay. You got to put it on. You and you it. put a solar panel on, <laughs> and you can never get any electricity out of it. Well, look at Germany. I mean, Germany is solar. It puts so much solar out that their people are paying through the nose for electricity. Uh, because they actually connected it to the cost of subsidizing these solar systems. So they 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 pay the highest electricity rates on the planet, and they're super solarized, uh, but they're not even in a very good climate to use solar on top of that. Um, <laughs> well, that's my point. <laughs> yeah. Well, the point that I'm trying to make is they're changing the rules on you guys. So now you got to calculate differently. I didn't know, don't know what the new actual calculation will be. That's going to be set by Pura rather than what it has been now with uh, retail net net metering. But... You can't so, plan on anything more than you can't plan on in this state. You can't plan anything more than three years, and to think you're making a twenty year solar calculation is nutty, as far as I'm concerned. When it all comes <laughs> to the government, because <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna tax you retroactively, see, even if you plan on it before. The government is made up of politicians yeah, that are elected by people, and people are electing the politicians that are putting these I policies know. in place. It's crazy, and they're gonna also make us buy. Uh, increase the amount of uh, renewables that we purchase. And renewables, it sounds great, right, to buy renewables. I agree with that, right? If you can buy renewable energy, that's great. The problem is our infrastructure to get renewables. So, like, if you wanted to buy wind from Maine, we don't have the, the lines to carry the energy down 
from Maine. So Maine has got all these projects they want to spin up to do all these renewables, but we can't well, get the power to us. They can put the lines at, oh, not in my backyard. Not in my back. Exactly. <laughs> so they're going to force us to buy all this renewable, which is great, but how are we going to get it to us if you can't get the lines here? I mean, I think it was also another issue with hydro. They didn't want to get the hydropower because they don't they, – I don't know. It's a, it's a big mess uh, as far as these guys getting involved. And it's only going to cost us more and more. Uh, but we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We Feel can afford to, it. We can Just access Ask any politician. They'll tell you. We can afford it. Yeah, tolls. We can, we can afford, afford it. it. Feel free to get online. <laughs> this, is, this is computer talk. Try to get off that. But it is solar. It's kind of technology, so I want to bring it up. Um, feel free to get online, 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. Four lines open for you guys. Usually the 10 o'clock hour is a lot more busy. So if you ever had uh, a reason to get on with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns, feel free to get online. Speaking of concerns, Google Duplex. Are you afraid? We'll play that again so you can hear it in the 10 o'clock hour of what Google is doing with artificial intelligence where you could be talking to a robot and you didn't even know it. Although they say they're going to make it uh, so you do know it. So they say. And so they say. And there's also another issue with uh, recording, right? If you're on with a robot, they're recording your call. Is that legal? Probably isn't legal. Do you care? Well, it probably depends on what state you live in. Well, uh, yeah, I think in Connecticut, one side has to know the recording is happening. I think I'm not an expert at this. One side, I think the one. So side. if I know I'm recording you, and you don't know I'm recording, but am I illegal? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a big mess. We'll see what happens. Everything we talked about though is posted in Facebook. So feel free to get online and give us a ring. We'll be here till eleven o'clock. And uh, Mike G's feverishly posting everything we've talked about uh, so far, and uh, he's still a real human. Bob is you know, Matt. You're still. Do you think? Well, actually, we can replace Matt, I think, with Google Duplex, right, Matt? We don't. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.